welcome to our podcast. My name is Amelia. My name is Sherrick, and this is Amelia. And Sherrick, what are you doing? The podcast that is not a mediocre white man trying to explain their product on Kickstarter. (laughs) Hi, I'm Constitution Stamos, and this is my new product on Kickstarter. (laughs) That may or may not ever come to manufacture and into your hands. I've been burned a couple of times by Kickstarter. Um, it's fine. I get, I understand the concept. I do. Now, now we have to do, now we have to do a Kickstarter episode. There it is. There it is. Yep. Because <laughs> I also have been burned by Kickstarter where I got the thing that I ordered, but oh boy, did it not work the way they said it was going to. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's let's do a Kickstarter episode. But uh, or Indiegogo, Indiegogo, you're not safe. Just because we use the name Kickstarter does not mean we're not going to talk shit about y'all too. Yeah, y'all crowd crowdfunding products, yes, or services. Not um, like not like hey, like uh, the state of my country's healthcare is so bad that I literally need to poll strangers for to get like a tooth extraction. Not that kind of crowdfunding. No, but like. Hey, here's the thing that I really want to make, and I need like seventy-eight million dollars for it. Whereas <laughs> I really, o- where really only fifteen million of that is going to actually making the product. The rest of it is just so that I can be rich and not do anything. Yeah. Whoops! I said that all out loud. Anyway. If you can't, if you can't tell, this is going to be a saucy episode. But before we get there, yeah, we're bring, we're bringing the sauce today. Hey, Emilio, how was your week? It was good. I this. Weekend has been a return to the theater. Um, So I got to see my first play in 19 months, I think. (laughs) A couple of nights ago. And tonight I'm seeing my first musical in as much time. So, and if you know me, you know that I love theater. I love Broadway musicals. I purchased these season tickets that I'm starting to use tonight. I what feels like many, many decades ago. <laughs> no, but probably like two years ago, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I'm very excited, very, very excited for that. I feel like when the curtain goes up and the music starts, I will probably cry. So yeah, that that'll be fun in a mask. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah, I'm very, very excited. And I was going to mention too that the the play that I went to a couple of nights ago was also a Broadway tour and it's called, it was called What the Constitution Means to Me. And it's a story, it's almost a one woman show, but there are a couple other actors in it that have small parts, I would say. And it's, it's this woman's story about competing in these competitions when she was like in high school giving speeches about the constitution and how it like relates to their life and in in American legions and so it's like it's very cheesy because she like pretends to be 15 again and like give the speech but Mm -hmm. then starts interweaving like all these ways in which the the constitution like has had an impact in her life and it gets into a lot of like women's issues abortion and violence against women and it was really powerful and really, I really 
saying I enjoyed it sounds weird, but there were a lot, I did enjoy it. There were a lot of really funny moments, but it was also very like serious and poignant. And given the subject of what we're going to be talking about today, I thought that was like a good thing to mention. So just, yeah, this is, this is going to be kind of a more serious episode. And, you know, I, I just kept thinking while I was seeing the show, like, yep, this is America, which is what we'll be getting to um, Mm -hmm. in a a different context. So, So yeah, I found it very good, very powerful. And then at the end of the show, our one of our senators from the state of Minnesota happened to be in the audience that night. And she co-sponsored a bill about a year and a half ago, Save Our Stages. Um, mm-hmm. So it was, a, it was a $16 trillion bill, bill, billion, billion dollar bill to give Would money to theaters, movie theaters, music venues, you know, all of those kinds of things that were being hit hard and closed for the pandemic and so that she they introduced her and she kind of gave a little like this is why I co-sponsored that bill why I wanted to do it she made a funny joke about how she co-sponsored it with a senator from Texas a Republican senator from Texas to get bipartisan support and how she's like thank god for country western venues in Texas because like that's what got him and other Republicans on board, <laughs> which is just, that was so funny. But yeah, it was really cool to, to be able to like celebrate that. And she's also been a big champion of um, the Violence Against Women Act, which they talk about a lot in the show. And so mm-hmm. it was really cool for that sort of just, I don't know, good. like just how that all came together in one night. So that was, that was really good. And yeah, I that's about all I have to say. How was your week, Sherrick? So uh, by the time that y'all are listening to this, I will have completed my first episode with Fateful Encounters, which was the thing that I was kind of sort of, you know, uh, keeping under my hat. So for those of you who don't know, Fateful Encounters, which we will link in the description, is a live Dungeons & Dragons I'm going to call it a stream, although like it could essentially be, you know, something of a podcast. Um, it's, it's obviously going to be fully improv So it's myself and a couple of other very great streamers that are going to be uh, coming together for a couple of hours to play Dungeons and Dragons. And then uh, eventually those uh, episodes will also be available on YouTube. So you should be able to, if you're listening to this, like the, while the episode is dropping and you're curious, you should be able to go back into the video on demand and see it, uh, I'm, I'm going to be Mondays at 7.30 Central. Uh, but if not, then just wait a little bit and the, the video on demand will be available. Um, I can't speak to podcasts or anything like that yet because I don't know like uh, too much about that. But I, I assume that the hope is eventually that we will have it in a podcast format again. I know that there are some episodes, older episodes up on like Spotify, but uh, maybe maybe I will help spearhead the effort to get it back so that in a podcast format for people who can't just like have YouTube on in their car or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as a double whammy, we're hoping that my good friend uh, Jen, aka Jen is online, will be joining us on this podcast soon to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. So for those of you who are like, that's kind of cool, but I don't know shit about Dungeons and Dragons. We're, <laughs> we're hoping we're hoping to uh, do a nice little interview with with Jen, who has her own podcast called The Overprepared DM, if I'm calling it correctly. So we'll be hoping to have her on kind of soon. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah hopefully by the end of the year so yes yeah that's great I'm looking forward to that so I'll hopefully you'll be able to catch that tomorrow mm-hmm. tomorrow is in because we were tomorrow tomorrow for us not for you yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah well I guess with that let's get into our main topic uh, yeah. So, um, intro this. Yeah. So, a couple years ago, a a, a song came out by Don, by uh, the the man known as Donald Glover, who is the artist uh, name goes by the artist name of Childish Gambino, hip hop artist, very very talented. Highly recommend you listen to um, some of uh, his stuff if you have not uh, yet already. He also has uh, had uh, had a show called Atlanta that I never got to, to check out because I think it was on like. It was on something that like, I think you needed like a subscription for, I think maybe I can't, don't quote me on that, but um, I think it's I on FX. Wrong. Yeah. FX sounds familiar. So I could be wrong, but basically what uh, you need to know is that all, all of the stuff that Donald Glover has been in, I think is fantastic. So I would highly recommend y'all check out his stiff. So there's that. And he put out a song called this is America and we're kind of falling into the trap ourselves by talking about this pod this this particular music video but I think that it is a pertinent thing to analyze and talk about in the music video breakdown things because like the song itself is is kind of like the anti it's like an anti-hit if that makes sense so like you know like uh, an artist puts out a song it ends up on the top 40 radio stations it ends up on a couple of like you know radio stations that are remixed and then it's played to death and then that's the it, end of it. Mm-hmm. And This Is America is is a song that is meant to be a hit, pardon the pun a little bit, but like this song is like, this song does not belong on any top 40 radio station. It does not belong played like on the radio in some sort of like, I'll use this as an example. Nothing against Gautier, nothing against somebody that I used to know. I'm sure a bunch of people know that song and they know that song in different ways because like there was top 40 top 40 radio stations that were like this song is really popular but it doesn't quite fit rhythm wise or whatever so let's punch it up by giving it like a new background track or something like that or like Mm -hmm. they would like play a remixed version of it or something to make it like you know kind of like something you can move and bop to which like by itself it isn't really that you know like it's 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 something it's a it's a song about like breaking up and being sad about like the time like the the be essentially mourning the loss of someone that you used to intimately know even though they're still alive you're just like not in that space together so to hear this is america being played on the radio sans a lot of the elements of the the song itself it was very disappointing because it was like this is exactly what the fuck that he's talking about and y'all are just doing it anyway. Like, mm-hmm. so it, 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 it was kind of like a trap that like Childish Gambino set up to be like, I'm going to make this song and it's going to be a hit, but it's going to like really dive deep into some, some issues. But it's also going to point out that like, it's not really going to matter because all you're going to do is like find a ways to distract from the shit that I'm talking about. Right. And so when it goes up on a, on a top 40, top 40 radio station, and it's it's like chopped up and and parts of it are missing because like and we'll explain why if you haven't watched the video or listened to the song uh you know we'll you'll you'll kind of get it but like it's it's just really kind of disappointing um mm-hmm. how how they were just like well uh 
it, it, we're just going to put it on the radio so we can get plays or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'll let you talk about it here. I mean, to me, yeah, it, it doesn't feel like complete as just a song. Like the music video is like part of the presentation of the art of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've never actually heard the song just as a song before. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you're totally right. Cause like, as we'll get into it, there are, there are things happening in the video. There's a lot of violence in this video, but then there are other things happening that are like, are they there to distract you? Are they there to, you know, like there's just some questions. And so it is, yeah, like just putting this song on the radio next to, you know, a Taylor Swift hit and, you know, I don't know what the fuck's on the radio these days, <laughs> but just, yeah, like just putting it next to these songs that are just meant to be three minutes of just this like catchy tune or whatever. It just doesn't feel like that's really the point, but also some of the point of the, the, song I think and the music video a little bit is there's there are lyrics not getting too far into it but there are lyrics about like um I don't I should pull it up but it's like grandma said get that money or whatever like Mm -hmm. black man get that money or something like that and so like it's it's riding this like line between like like what is success and getting money and dealing with all these things that are happening in the world and like you know, I don't want to speak for, for people of color <laughs> at all, which uh, makes this kind of a harder one for me to do, but just saying that, like, like, we're always being asked to entertain you in, in a certain way and get that money, but it's also, like, there's all these other things going on, and so it just, I think there's a lot of contradictions, a lot of distractions, a lot of mess in this song and music video on purpose yep so um normally we would kind of like let y'all listen along for lack of better words with us on this one like we would kind of like comment on bits and pieces of the music video as it's happening but this go around I think we like Amelia and I are just going to kind of watch it together so there's going to be like a, a like a nice little like short little bit of space I guess uh, in between when we're talking right now and after we are done, because like we both like acknowledge that this is not going to be that kind of music video breakdown where we mm-hmm. just are quippy and and uh, I guess for lack of better words, we're like we're not going to be like quippy and funny, you know, about like what's going on in this mm-hmm. uh, music video. So like we're gonna go through it, and then like obviously you can pause the podcast, and then when you've watched it, which it obviously will be in the description. Um, you can kind of get our thoughts on the other side of it. So here's a good little bit right here for you to pause the podcast and then we will be back with our thoughts. All right. So uh, you've been warned, I suppose. We're going to start talking about the music video now. So you you can go back and pause, but uh, we're going to drudge on forward. Mm -hmm. So um, I really kind of want to start by kind of letting you take the floor, Amelia, on just some observations that you have, because I don't know if you've watched, how many times you've watched this music video, Mm -hmm. but I have seen it probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 24 times or so. Um, And this is my first time watching it in probably a good 
you know, year and year plus, but like, mm-hmm. um, I, I watched it a, a ton when it came out initially. And this is one of those music videos where like, or this is one of those pieces of media where like, even on my, what is now probably my 24th or 25th watch, I'm still noticing things new that I mm-hmm. did not see before. So I, I kind of want to just hold those cards for now and let you say anything that you've got on your mind currently. Sure. Yeah, I haven't seen it that much. <laughs> um, probably maybe three or four times. Um, and mm-hmm. it's been a while since the last time I watched it. Um, I know when it first came out, it came out in 2018. So it's been at least three years. Um, everybody was talking about it. And I was like, I know I should watch it, but I didn't for a while, which is partly because of subject matter and partly because I often drag my heels on stuff like that so it's mm-hmm. just because like it's like oh I know I should but I don't feel like it right now and it just goes on and on with all kinds of media so I have a long list of stuff um anyway we can get into my therapy at another time anyway um <laughs> but yeah I mean on the one hand as someone who like tries to pay attention to things happening in the world in my country in my local area who watches the news and stuff like and tries to be socially and politically aware in some ways it wasn't shocking to me but at the same time like it is violent and it is um and I don't say that in a bad way I mean violence is bad but I'm not saying like oh we shouldn't watch it because it's violent like mm-hmm. that's the fucking point is that like it's supposed to shock you yeah with its violence and its imagery and yeah and so and and a, I recognized a lot of um like symbolism in it I mean you know there's the the section with the choir the gospel choir singing and then he shoots them all and a lot of people have said that they think that's like a reference to shoot the charleston shooting i believe that sounds correct uh yes the 2015 charleston shooting with the the white supremacist dylan roof uh killing nine black people in a church basement so it's something of symbolism about that yep so like i sort of recognize that and 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 some of the other symbolism kids filming with their phones that that's something and they say like this is a celly this is a tool mm-hmm. um i i think one thing is that like i had never heard the song is just a song before and so yeah. I, before today i went and read the lyrics because i was like i've always paid so much attention to the imagery that i'm not paying that much attention to what the words are and so that was super helpful. And then I had captions on this time. So like I noticed things more about the, those, the ways in which the words reflect what's being shown and, and not. But, but there was also a lot of imagery in there that like I didn't really know. And I'm the nerd who like went and read about it at the time of like, mm-hmm. here are all the symbols in this music video. And yeah, but I don't remember all of those, but I think for me, it's hard because I know that the people that like, not that it's meant to be 
like a lesson for some people but like there are some people that should watch this music video that probably aren't going to yeah and that's that's something I struggle with with a lot of this sort of media is that a lot of times it's preaching to the choir and that's not their fault I'm just like that's just one thing I think about with yeah, this sort of media it's the that- it's the sad thing is that the people that need to watch like you you're saying the people that need to watch this aren't going to be the one that watch this or right. they're going to watch this and go wow this is funny or like right. they're not going to get the message like they're going to be the like message or they're going to like call it fake news or like some bs or whatever mm-hmm. but like i like to, to quick point this out because i i mm-hmm. literally was like looking into a separate issue earlier today and like someone on the internet in a in a youtube comment section so like you already know they're behind the eight ball here because like 90% of YouTube comments are just dumb garbage. Like, sorry about it, but it is. Someone was like, calm down. Nobody hates gay people. And I was like, real word, word. That's, that's a legit, that's a legit take that you took out of your fridge and put like, put in the microwave, warm, tried to warm up and you did it halfway and put it in front of somebody and said here, like, no, that's like the, the life that you must lead to mm-hmm. to have to either have the gall to say to to place such an like an unmitigated lie in front of an like uh, in front of people or to honestly believe that that's the case because like your friend Gerald is gay and they you've never seen people be mean to them ever in your life like yeah as I, I said I was gonna hold my cards so let me shut back up <laughs> no you're fine no, I think like I, I kind of want to name a tension that I'm feeling about this conversation. And that is that I am a white person and I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I also know that like that's not helpful, really. Like mm-hmm. being quiet about it is because you're worried about saying the wrong thing is not helpful. But I, I, yeah, I'm feeling this tension a little bit of like, I don't want to make this about me. I don't want to make this about a white person's like view of this, but Mm -hmm. I also like, don't want to put this all on you because like, that's something that white people and a lot of people do all the time of like, Hey, black person, teach me about being black. Um, and you know, that's something I think about a lot is Mm -hmm. like the idea of asking an oppressed group to teach the dominant group about their struggle, situation, experiences, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and how like, you can't demand that of someone, but like, if somebody, if nobody from the oppressed group ever shares their experience, then how are they supposed to learn? So it's like, there's like some tension in that as well, but I think that's the difference uh-huh. that like offering up your experience and your story is different than it being asked of you or demanded of you. Um, mm-hmm. And and I think that's that's the difference. And, but sorry, that was like sort of a tangent, but yeah, I mean, I think, and I, you know, just like you can't speak for all black people. I can't speak for all white people or all women, mm-hmm. but for me, this video is, very important and powerful and has a lot of commentary about what it's like in the United States of America and how it is chaotic and crazy and distracting and violent and oppressive and mm-hmm. you know I think it's hard to focus on one thing in the video mm-hmm. which I think is a very like 
I don't, I don't even need to explain that symbol. I don't think. Um, yeah. It's, so, yeah, it's definitely done on purpose for, for yeah. those of you like wondering it. Right. And yeah, like there's, he spends a lot of the, the music video dancing and a lot of the dances are like traditional African dances and, yes. and things like that, which I think is really cool. <laughs> and so in, in some ways I think like, yeah, that's used to distract a little bit and to play towards that angle of like, we're here for your entertainment. We're here to get the money or you've made it, you've made it that way. But I also think it, it, it a little bit has to do with like the, all of this is America. So Mm -hmm. like the violence, the people taking videos on their cell phones, the choir singing, the children dancing and smiling, like those are all parts of America and all parts of the black experience in America Mm -hmm. um, is how I interpret it I guess so yeah yeah I I think that those are sort of my initial thoughts on the whole thing yeah okay cool so I I guess kind of putting my cards flat really I'm I'm just gonna do I'm gonna start from the beginning of the music video so like the first thing that like this is like this is the first time that I noticed this is that like you can just barely see Donald at the beginning of the music video. Like he's standing where the camera finds him, but Mm -hmm. you can just kind of see him through like a pipe and a, like a scaffold piece or like a a pillar, I guess rather. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember like maybe like the third or fourth time through, I was like, well, I don't quite see the gun that he ends up pulling out from behind his back. And I think that that's very pertinent because I think that that is like, and I'm not saying this is the view for the entirety of the music video, but it's kind mm-hmm. of as if you're, you're a, you're a white person. The camera is a white person. Yeah. Okay. In some, in, in, at least in the beginning of this, because it's that idea that you don't see a gun, but a gun could appear in a black person's hands at any point. Hmm. Like, which I think is like, at first I was like looking and I was like, well, like, I guess like that could potentially be a gun in his pants, but I can't quite tell it. I mean, it just, it doesn't really look like squared off or anything like that. And then I was just like, it's supposed to be the idea that like, you know, like, it, uh, like a, a black person is always dangerous, even if you cannot see a weapon, they are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like thought it was very interesting that the guy that sits down he starts playing and then immediately it's like, no, nope, we're going to skip off. You're going to skip away from you. And then when you come back to him, his hands are bound. He's got like a, you know, like a mask over his head. Like Mm -hmm. he wasn't important enough to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. So you might as well get rid of him. Like it's almost like that kind of a feeling Mm -hmm. in the video. This is something that I'm sure you've tracked. Uh, Every, every time a gun is dealt with, it is always carried away with reverence in a red cloth. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and and uh, the 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 people that that the gun affects are either drug away unceremoniously or completely forgotten. Yep. So like the choir falls, and then it's just like, and we're away from them. Like, yep. see you later. Doesn't matter. Yep. Um, kind of a thing because of like like the situation with Dylan Roof. 
has become the situation with Dylan Roof. It's not about who he shot. It's about him and the right. cops taking him to get Burger King and how people are fighting to be like, well, you know, he said he was sorry and like he doesn't really deserve to die and this and that. Wouldn't, and that is not my judgment to make. I am not here to, to decide whether or not Dylan Roof deserves death or what have you. But like, I'm just saying that like, it's not about what happened to the nine people in that church basement. Mm-hmm. It's about the person that it that that yeah. enacted said violence. Yeah, I know um, his name, but I don't know any of their names. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Like it's it's heartbreaking on an ex- to an extreme degree, in my opinion, that that is like where we're at on it. I'm not going to like mention every little single detail. I will give you like a fun fact for what it's worth in that one of the kids that is dancing with Donald in this is from a uh, YouTube channel that is essentially just called react. Like there's like a react that they were very popular for just putting like kids react, adults react, teens react to blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think he basically like auditioned to be in the music video and he got the part. So one of the, the kids that's dancing around Donald Glover through the majority of this video is one of those kids. Um, and I knew that because when I watched React, they were he was like, oh, yeah, I knew you were going to do this eventually. Yeah, that's me. Like, And I was just like, oh, I, I didn't piece it together until I saw it. Going backwards a little bit, there's a specific facial expression that Donald makes. Like, I want to say really early in the video, like maybe like, 30 about 40 seconds where he's got one eye really wide open and the other eye really closed with kind of like a like a like a like a kind of like teeth toothy like it's not a smile but it looks kind of like a smile that's a very minstrelly like there's a commercial like for I think it's like coon chicken or something like that it's a very minstrelly kind of like reference that is being made Mm -hmm. the obvious one that i think a lot of people caught was the jim crow pose when he shoots the guitarist at the you know like you know yeah towards like you know like let like like 10 to 15 seconds later he just pulls a gun out of like seemingly nowhere and just like the pose that he makes when he shoots the guitarist is is very jim crow-esque and kind of like you mentioned like it's uh you know it's there's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of chaos that goes on in the backgrounds of this video. And a lot of it is blurred or out of focus. And a lot of it has to do with very old cars. Did you notice that? Like Mm -hmm. there probably wasn't a car that appeared in this video that was like newer than 2000. Mm -hmm. Like a lot, like a lot of older vehicles. And I, I don't have any like quippy fun fact symbolism for you on that it was just like a thing that I noticed but um. yeah I don't I I read a bit about that this morning and there's no like official like from him or from the creators of the video Mm -hmm. um about exactly why they did that but just some some speculation about like sort of a commentary possibly on socioeconomic status of like this idea that that oftentimes black people don't can't afford money or can't afford a better car or whatever Mm -hmm. um there were a couple other things that now I don't remember but Mm um yeah and for me I I see that I also see uh, having these cars from like the past is sort of a like this has been going on forever sort of a thing or like reminding you that like it isn't just that's a good point yeah now um Mm -hmm. that this is an issue um so it's another way of like 
yeah pointing that out yeah pointing out the past yeah something that that i that really kind of hit me like i've noticed this before but it hit me this this playthrough of the video is is the kid that's standing on top of the the foremost vehicle with a money gun and it's like that's that that is so like such perfect symbolism to be like well you give black people money they're just gonna like flaunt it around and they're gonna like buy superfluous shit with it like Mm the stereotype of like all black like there's a chris rock joke which is like funny because it's like that's a black comedian talking about like like black people would buy would put posters on would put rims on a toaster if you let them like mm-hmm. it's all about the the extravagant spending of money on superfluous bullshit mm-hmm. um so it's like these kids are like all around the like standing on top of like a a, a a a car an older vehicle and one of them is literally firing what i would assume to be like hundreds out of a money gun you know yeah. like just yeah i think like there's so many like stereotypical rap videos of mm-hmm. like that that sort of like imagery or using yes. that kind of money gun while dancing around women in or just like making quote unquote making like, it rain or, yeah, like making it rain or whatever like that's such a stereotypical yeah like rap music video thing and so like I, th- I thought that yeah that was an interesting like thing to bring in of like okay well this is a music video so I guess we're supposed to mm-hmm. have this in hand <laughs> mm-hmm. and and I, I love that you pointed out the dancing because it, it was like a story that I want to quick tell is that when I worked at at the escape room that I worked at for a couple of years, it was not uncommon for us to get like teenagers that would come in. Like Mm -hmm. their parents would be like, yeah, we totally let them sign. Like, it's fine. Like let they're coming in for something to do to get them out of the house, like whatever, whatever. And a lot of the dances, like, so I'm talking like 2017 through 2019 is when I worked there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the dances that uh, show up in this video, especially like the shoot dance and stuff like that, were stuff that some of these kids would do. And it's like this mm-hmm. idea of like meme dancing was like a courting like thing to do with, around your friends. Not necessarily to court a ro- like in a romantic way to be like, look, I'm cool. I know these dances. Like, yeah. And it's like showing off that like a lot of those dances came from Black influencers black yeah. media like yeah. you know and it, and it gets it gets so easily co-opted mm-hmm. because I, like I the specific kid that I remember that was doing the shoot dance in one of the rooms while I was like watching and like taking notes and stuff was very like him and his friends were very much not black like they were all very very white you mm-hmm. know and so like it's like the complaint that I have when like Miley Cyrus like tried to co-opt twerking and like everyone tried to be like, oh, Miley Cyrus is like the queen of twerking. And I'm like, you know, I'm not here to body shame, yeah. but somebody who is like doesn't have a booty can't really be known for twerking for one. For two, like that was like her 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 way to slide into black culture mm-hmm. to be cool with it is like by talking about and trying to twerk and like having basically minstrel dancers on her stage mm-hmm. that were just like black people to, to that were there just to emphasize the twerkage and then at, when it was no longer when it was no longer useful to her it was mm-hmm. like oh that was a phase like I've grown up I'm different I'm I realized that 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 wasn't me, et cetera, et cetera, which like you can kind of see a little bit uh, how how um, disposable, I guess, Black people are in the choir scene because Donald opens the door 
to these qu- this choir just like getting down and it's like oh cute the black people are doing something fun i'm bored now boom just like shoot them all like because yeah. you can see the look on his face drop like he's having a good time with them and then he's like i'm bored and he a gun is tossed to him and he immediately disposes of them as soon as he's bored like that's they're just gone so like something just like like that that like i like really quick just wanted to toss out that i just was like ugh, maybe feel gross you know yeah, yeah. one other thing that actually uh i i noticed in this this particular watch through uh today was the fact that when death rides by on the white horse he's got a police escort yes so very 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 interesting to me Mm-hmm. That like essentially like I mean in not not traditionally like the cop car doesn't follow it but like the cop car is there with the mm-hmm. sirens on and then death mm-hmm. rides by mm-hmm. as basically to be like hey you, for a lot of black people the red and whites red white and blue lights mean that's it for you that's a wrap like yep so I'll pause for a second because I, I, I could keep going <laughs> yeah I noticed that too the the police imagery and they mentioned like their are lyrics about police in the video or in the song too yeah and it's yeah it's just horrifying mm-hmm. it's horrifying that police equals death to a lot of people and you know this is where I am a like naive white girl in a very white society in the upper midwest because it wasn't you know it wasn't something I ever knew or thought about or police were there to protect you and then learning you know later that that young black children are told about police and to stay away from them and all kinds of stuff like was just mind-blowing to me but like again shouldn't have been probably but yeah as somebody who studied history there's a lot like there's not a lot that shocks me (laughs) Mm -hmm. but that definitely was one of those things um yeah so the more uh, I watch true crime too the more I'm just like police mm -hmm. are terrible at their jobs so (laughs) anyway side note well I'll mention this there's another bit of symbolism and this is something that's very very funny to me and why like when you pointed out that like it's hard to divorce the song from the music video this is why i thought it was so absurd that like it was being played on top 40 radio stations because like the pauses and bits that happen in the song are all cut out in the radio versions that were created so like right after you know death rides through the background you know, basically passing a police car that's got the, the 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 lights on, and there's like all sorts of dancing going on. Like the kids are like dance, like there's a bunch of kids like dancing around Charles Gabino, and then he points with his hand as if he's got a gun in it. But he says one of the moments he doesn't have a gun in mm-hmm. his hand, and he says "blow," and everyone scatters, and it's quiet for 17 seconds. Mm-hmm. And so it's like. When you're listening to it on the radio, it just, like he says, blow, and then it kicks right back up. And it's like, that's yeah. kind of disappointing because of the symbolism of the 17 seconds right. that is like basically happening right there, you know, yeah. like, yep. so basically the 17 seconds in silence, a lot of people are thinking, and I agree that that's the, that's reference to the 17 people who lost their lives in the Parkland, Florida school shooting. 
And so it's like, you're basically like erasing that knowledge for the sake right. of, isn't this hit catchy? We love it. Like, right. Yeah. Cause so I was thinking that, as, like, <laughs> I was thinking that as we were, because we talked about that before we watched it, that while we were watching that, I was like, if I was just listening to this as a song on the radio, I would catch, I would probably catch some lyrics like this is America, but mm-hmm. like not, I wouldn't have caught all of the lyrics and like it is, it has enough of a beat and stuff to it that like, I'd probably hear it on the radio and just be like, oh, okay. It's, this is catchy. It's, like, I don't really, it's one of those really songs. Like, I don't know what it, what is, it means, but, but I like, like it. It's, I like the, yeah, I like the, the beat, the melody, whatever. And so, yeah, it like loses a lot when you a don't pay attention to the lyrics and b don't see the visuals that go with right exactly so like it's so it's so disappointing that like because like i mean when the song debuted it it debuted as a music video it wasn't like the song came out before the music video or anything like that it came as a package deal and Mm -hmm. so basically it's really disappointing to see people just be like oh whatever who cares like Mm-hmm. We're just going to put it on the radio because it's catchy and people are demanding to hear it. And it's like, I, you know, it's, it's either people that don't know better or just people that don't care. Um, side note, uh, an American singer by the name of SZA um, uh, is, is the, the like lone other person that's really recognizable in this video outside of Childish Gambino and death, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, she's the one that's sitting on the car when he's dancing on the top of it as it zooms, like it, as the dolly zoom comes out. Mm-hmm. Um uh, that's so that that's that's a thing that that's pointed out in the video uh again the 17 seconds bit which is super super disgusting to me because it's just like you just erased that particular b- mm-hmm. bit of symbolism just to mm-hmm. just to play some fun happy music which like is so considerate of the american experience when it, when it comes to gun violence yeah. Because there, there are so many people in America that are willing to dig their heels in until their backs touch the ground before admitting that like gun violence, specifically school shootings and things like that are a serious issue in our country. Yeah. And it's like the guns have way more rights than the people that they harm mm-hmm. do. Because people will like politicians go to war, like not literal like war, but like mm-hmm. uh, like war in, the, in, in Congress over gun rights and the two way, which doesn't even mean what most people think think it means like which is a side note it's so american and so funny that like i saw a headline the other day that was like france is banning american tourists that have been that have not been vaccinated or something like that yeah and and someone's like legit unflinching response was this is a violation of my 1a rights and it's like hey buddy those only apply here even like let's pretend that that's that means what they think it means like let's pretend yeah. that means that like right. they should be able to do what they want right. that only applies on american soil france doesn't right. give a fuck about your 1a rights my dude right. like right it doesn't it does like obviously the the main problem is is that the first amendment doesn't mean shit in regards to what that person think it thinks it means but like right. it's so it's so like ridiculously american to think that like my rights infringe on yours no matter what like yep. 
Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit that France won't like that. I can sue. And it's like, you're going to sue the country of France over a law that they like over a constitutional right that exists only in your country and not theirs. Right. Like, right. Like you can make that same kind of comparison to, to people being like, well, I don't like, and I'm sorry, controversial take here. I know like Amelia's not going to like fight me on this, but like controversial take incoming. So if I make you feel salty about it, I'm not sorry. Like, I don't like abortion, so you can't get one. Like, fuck all the way off with that nonsense. Like, if you don't like abortions, don't get one. Problem solved. If you don't like people of color, if you don't like, like, gay people or trans or, or like, any of the, the LGBTQ spectrum, don't marry one. That's it. There's your problem solved right there. Because... Anything else is basically you demanding that your feelings be considered over others. And it's incredibly selfish, ignorant, and I ain't got time for it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I could say a lot more about that, but I don't disagree with what you've said at all. I knew Um, you wouldn't, but I know like there's a slight chance somebody might get mad. Well, if somebody disagrees with that, I'm not sure why they listen to our podcast. But Eh, anyway i mean um, i don't want to like turn like turn away listeners mm-hmm. if you find us enjoyable that's great but i have a hard time believing that like somebody with those views would find us mm-hmm. all that entertaining yeah <laughs> um of course would love to point out that the, there's a ton of cars in that shot like around like you know the three minute and 21 second like long take which there are a lot of long shots in this in this Mm -hmm. music video Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna just call this art piece going forward because that's really what it is to me it's art um like above like just the music video like i mean i would argue that all music videos are art but yeah but but i understand what you're saying yeah 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 definitely so culture thing to me to me at least yeah. yeah so like and it's really funny that I mentioned Gautier and now that I refreshed it, it's in the, um, uh, it's in the recommended, <laughs> the recommended music video. Listening. Um, so like, I love that the, the symbolism of all of these cars with their hazard lights on and their, their driver's side doors ajar, basically like mm-hmm. traffic stops that have happened for black people where they were pulled out of their cars and incarcerated or worse, you know, and it's very telling that, mm-hmm. that it happens it 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 pans out that way or it, it zooms out that way i guess rather than rather than pan that's the wrong term after he lights a joint and smokes it for a little bit and then tosses it mm-hmm. and so it's like something as stupid as like lighting a plant on fire mm-hmm. and smoking it is mm-hmm. is what has cost some black people their freedom in their lives mm-hmm. whereas like nowadays not necessarily in ours like at least not in my state i can't speak for yours necessarily but i think that it's not in our states like weed isn't really like legal legal like it is in like california like california colorado and some other places so like we ain't got those Apple store style dispensaries, but like, that's kind of like a Facebook thing that goes around. It's like when we have dispensaries that look like and operate like Apple stores, it's, <laughs> it's about time to let a bunch of people out of jail for smoking weed. Like right? it's yeah. past time. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is medicinally legal in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So you have to get a card from your doctor mm-hmm. um, and you can only go to, I think, I don't know. There's like less than 15 dispensaries around the state mm-hmm. um, that you have to go to. And it's 
very much like a pharmacy in some ways or even more restrictive than Mm -hmm. a pharmacy as to how you get get what you want and um yeah and I I don't I don't know a lot about it I know a little bit about it but for I don't think that they just like they don't just hand you a dime bag or something (laughs) like yeah you know it's like it's like pills or like sprays or like it's like very medicinally made to be used and Mm -hmm. so yeah so it's yeah it's very clinical here which whatever um but yeah there's definitely there's definitely a lot of symbolism around just him smoking that joint of like yeah yeah, that can cost a person of color their life Mm -hmm. and a white college boy can just like smoke it on campus and campus security is like dude don't do that here yeah yeah um going backwards a little bit uh around like the two minute and seven mark like the the point where he's kind of like doing that kind of like swagger walk before the the dances come back in Uh there's a lot of chaos that's going on in the background and like everyone is either out of focus or they go by so quickly that it's really hard to tell but Mm -hmm. like like there's a there's a moment uh, i want to say uh about 214 if you look in the upper center of your screen you'll see a guy that like jumps off that top area and like lands behind like the the uh the car that's in you know center frame there mm-hmm. um and i i feel like and i'm i'm admitting that this is entirely possible that i'm wrong here so before you start freaking out know that i'm admitting i could very well be wrong i feel like that's one of the only white people that is like actually in this shot this long take Mm. and it plays i think well that there's like there's a guy that that like in around like 224 or so that's dressed in what looks to be like police riot gear Mm-hmm. kind of stalking in the background and so it's kind of like this idea that like oh all the black people do is riot and like you know I'm sure that like you know you're familiar more with this considering what happened you know with, with George Floyd happening in in your state um mm-hmm. but like it was the idea of like oh they're they're just starting stuff up because they want to and they're they're looting and and this and that when like uh there was a hundred percent I'm I feel like there was a, a headline that was talking about one of the Boogaloo boys admitting that they were like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity to go up to that particular place to start some shit and to be able yep. to blame it on Black people. Yep. So like, you know, like it, it's another stereotype mm-hmm. symbolism of just like, oh, like, you know, given given the freedoms that we would have, you know, not not going to back in time to when, you know, like... Um, What's the name of that? The I'm I'm losing I'm losing my mind here. Um, the young kid that was basically killed for whistling at a white woman. Oh, I can't Emmett remember his Till. name all of a sudden. Thank you. I was like, why is his name like off the tip of my tongue? Mm-hmm. Um, like black people being killed for like Emmett Till is not some like like old wives' tale. Emmett Till is not like something that happened like centuries ago. Emmett Till would have been like seventy if he was allowed to live yeah and like ruby bridges is like in her 60s mm-hmm. 
And if you don't know who Ruby Bridges is, uh, she's like one of the first like black kids that got to go to an integrated school. And like she was given death threats and had to be walked like with escorts back and mm-hmm. forth from class. And when she was like, what, like less than 10 years old, mm-hmm. like just for being black. So like, we're like, that's the thing that like bugs me a lot is that like the people who are, are either being will- willfully obtuse or like just ignorant like think that like a lot of the oppressive things that happened to black people were like, you know, like centuries ago, like they're, 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 they're fathers, 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 fathers. And it's like, no, that was like, like, that was like your great, great, great grandfather, not like 10, 10 more like greats added on there. Like mm-hmm. it happened way sooner than you think it did. So like mm-hmm. maybe take some of that. Cause I've seen, you know, things like no one I know has been a slave. So like reparations are bullshit and this and that. And it's like, fuck all the way off with that. Anyway. So going back, uh, you know, to watching uh, Childish Gambino dance on top of that, not Toyota, um, because they took the emblem off. <laughs> At least I think it's a Toyota. I'm fairly certain that the oval, the oval uh, uh, emblem being missing lends me to believe it. But it's very interesting that it goes right from him doing that dance into him literally running for his life. Yep. And it's like that is, I'm not like I, I I'm being a little bit dramatic, but like that's an almost everyday occurrence for a black person in America is like feeling like you're going to have to run for your life. And I love that for the most of it, he's in the dark. Like you really can only see like his teeth and the whites of his eyes, like until he like comes out into the, the light and he's still running and he's being chased by what it seems like like all sorts of different white people, you know, like there's like, uh, let me free, like you can't really see them, but it looks like one of them is wearing like a lab coat. And like one of them is like wearing just like a, a like a leather jacket, maybe the, the freaking, if I could see the video without the, the, uh, the cards popping up, it would be easier, but it, it looks like he's being chased by like just everyday people. It's yeah. not necessarily just the police. It's like no. just people dressed normally, like people maybe wearing a doctor's coat, which like lends to the, the fact that like a lot of black people don't go to see a doctor because they are generally ignored or they're generally just like mistreated by their own physicians. You know, like mm-hmm. there was a story that someone on Facebook, there was a viral Facebook post where someone was like, I just had to watch this kid die because the this dad said that he would rather his kid die than be touched by and i'm gonna say the word so sorry about it but i I have the pass uh like but they were like i'd rather watch my kid die than be touched by some nigger nurse like i just can't wrap my brain around the level of hate that you would need to have where you would say at least my kid wasn't touched by a black person and they died like instead of like like the because it was like it wasn't a situation where they could have found like a white like nurse that had this like the, for whatever reason the black nurse was the most qualified person to deal with the issue that that was at hand and the guy was just like don't let that person near my kid like over just the color of their skin mm-hmm. and and it's mm-hmm. so like obvious that like that is shit that is taught because there's no like there's no way you can tell me that there are kids that are growing up that just inherently have that 
level of contempt for another person in their bodies just from jump like mm-hmm. you know like it's it's a situation where like you, you know that it's it's learned behavior mm-hmm. that they were they, that they essentially gleaned from watching their parents mm-hmm. interact in, in like a walmart and be, mm-hmm. just say like oh that n-word like i, I you know like mm-hmm. i know i said it and then i said the n-word i don't give a shit don't at me <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i i like this is kind of off on a tangent but it has a point i promise um i watched this tiktok video the other day of this woman who was showing off her infant and she was saying that like unless she dresses up her this this child is a girl and the mother was saying like unless i dress her up like in pink or a dress or with bows or like something that's like very obviously like quote unquote feminine Mm -hmm. um like people often mistake the child for a boy Mm -hmm. um and that she started to take note of the ways in which people talk to the little infant depending on whether they think she's a girl or a boy and how like if if they if she's dressed very girly quote-unquote people will often comment about like how pretty she is how cute she is how sweet she is like those sorts of things but Mm -hmm. then like with boys it's more about like action and what they do and all of that and and so just like that just goes to show how like pretty much from day one the way we talk to babies the way that we interact around babies is mm-hmm. already implanting these things about gender and race and ethnicity and you know like we're already starting to teach these sorts of learned things and so I think it it, it just like that's an example of like mm-hmm. how it's learned but feels like you come out that way because it is so instantaneous right so immediately at the beginning that the images that you see from day one are teaching you how to react to different people mm-hmm. how to think about yourself and others so anyway yeah the, uh, I mean that's I mean that's pretty much it for like the music like going through the music video itself mm-hmm. you know I mean I, I've talked we've talked a lot about like the symbolism but like Amelia's focused a lot on the lyrics you know there's there's a lyric that's like you're just a black man in this world you're just a barcode eh like Mm-hmm. you're just a black man in this world driving expensive foreigns a eh? so it's not like it's fully it's not necessarily fully aimed at white people because it is kind no. of an, a little bit of an introspective expression on how we view other black people in america as well and by we i mean myself like 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 black people view other black people mm-hmm. case in point we're not gonna get heavy into this but like um, Little Nas x did like a thing on twitter like not that long ago where he was like i'm pregnant and I'm giving birth soon. And like everyone that like knows him was like, cool, man. Like, this is a creative endeavor that you're going on. I can't wait to see what comes of this. Like, cause it obviously had some sort of payoff. Like, and there were like black rappers who, whether they were like genuinely concerned or like trying to get some sort of attention off of this 
were like coming after him being like you got to stop doing this shit like this like we can't be sh- like this is how white people see us and and we're seen as weak and this and that and the other thing and it's like little nas x doesn't represent anyone other than little nas x ultimately like mm-hmm. for better or for worse and i have feelings about some of the shit that is for worse but like it has to do a lot to do with his decisions to like deal in nfts which we won't get into today but like if you don't know what nfts are look up non-fungible token or just if you type in nfts into google i'm sure it'll show you but like you know like he's not he's not like he he's he is out there being a representative of himself before he's being a representative of the black community you know what i mean like mm-hmm. or a representative of of like the gay community like he's mm-hmm. out there doing it for himself like sure yeah. you get the byproduct of him being like a an icon in that way just like how a lot of people were very excited when cassandra peterson slash elvira came out to say hey i've been in a relationship with a woman for 19 years a lot of people were like like excited about that but like you have to understand that like that doesn't become elvira's identity she mm-hmm. is elvira before she is a woman before she is like a, a, a LGBTQ person, any of that kind of stuff. At least that's mm-hmm. the idea that I get from that. But like, there is a lot of the introspective opinions, not based just on that, but like who black people are allowed to date. You know, like there's a lot of people that say like, you're not, you're not a black, you're not a black person. You're not a black ally unless you date other black people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like this idea that like you are throwing your you're throwing yourself to the colonizers, which I think is a little bit too far in the other direction personally. But like it's an introspection on us, too, because like as you see, like in the video itself, there's a bit where all this chaos is going on and there's just black kids instead of doing something about it are just filming it and going like world star. Like you, I, like yeah. for those of you who don't remember what world star is, like, I think it's still around, but it was this idea that like, whenever you saw something wild or crazy going on, you just pull out the cell phone and you videotape it. You don't intervene. Mm-hmm. You don't do anything. Like, mm-hmm. so it's, 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 it's kind of like just watching like Americans eat each other alive. Like it's mm-hmm. the, yeah like I think we were I don't think it was talking to you about this Amelia but like the idea that like there are people out there willing to defend Jeff Bezos and like Elon Musk and like Richard Branson or whatever his name is for using their money to go to space instead of using it to help people mm-hmm. and they're like whatever it's their money they can do what they want and it's like you have to understand that like you like you defending them isn't going to get them to call you up and be like hey i appreciate you defending me check your account there's a there's like three thousand dollars extra in there now appreciate you man peace like that's not you're not like you're defending the idea that one day you can be as oppressive as them and also by virtue then maybe have as much money as them and it's like you're defending billionaires who don't give a shit about you i mean that that is what a lot of this country is based on is the idea of like that someday you could be rich and so you have to protect the rights of the rich because of the possibility that one day you will be one of them as opposed Mm -hmm. to helping people that are not um, which you are much more likely to be and always be so yeah there's a lot of trickery (laughs) Mm -hmm. but for me, I guess I really love this art. 
that Childish Gambino has put out. I think that it was incredibly brave to do something like this. I think that he put it out knowing it was going to be misrepresented and copycatted and assassinated in a way because there were a lot of like people that were like on the the other side of like his political views or at least or, or at least wanted to misrepresent that made parodies of this is America that don't they that don't have the same intelligence level as someone like Donald Glover does and so it really just came off as basically just like essentially what happens in like what what one of the main themes of the video was is that like black people will make something and white people will try and take it and make it theirs like and so it was like this i can't remember uh i can't it was like a white female comedian that tried to make a version of it and it was just like you realize that he called that you were going to do this and you weren't going to do this like as well and you were going to do it in bad faith right like that's literally what one of the themes is showing and you just played right into his hands like it was just like like watch this music I'm gonna put this out and they're gonna copy it and it's gonna like the cycle is just gonna continue and they could not help themselves like they could like people could not help themselves like there were some of them that went out that like did have some of that intelligence I don't want to say like every version of it like the like this is Nigeria I'm not gonna touch that because like that's not what we're talking about today for one and for two like that one actually had like a message to convey and it was just like, this is a good, this is a good template that I can build off of, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it speaks to the lack of originality in some people that like, they just go, well, I'm just going to steal this idea instead of like actually making something better, if that makes sense, or making something different even, mm-hmm. because it was like the, the, uh, the white female comedian that made her parody of This Is America was really just trying to clap back and being like, oh, no, we white people are not bad all the time. And it's like, that's not necessarily what the video was saying in the first place. But like, you know, it is what it is. You're not making it to be clever or, any, or anything. You're making it because you feel like it's a, it's a thing that catches on. So you feel the need to co-opt it, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it just makes me sad and annoyed that's all i got so um if you have thoughts on this particular um endeavor uh please feel free to reach out to us at a-s-w-a-y-d-p-o-d um either on the twitter on the instagram you can email us if you add at gmail.com to that lovely email um and we would love to have a civil discourse about it or civil discussion Um, If you're coming in telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about and that I'm somehow racist, don't bother. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I can't speak for, uh, I can't speak for Sherrick's individual social media profiles, but if you come into mine at Shake Meets World and say anything racist or bigoted, et cetera, you will be blocked. So, um, because that is my right to to do that and not engage with you so so yeah with that lovely note uh we're gonna turn the the levity up just a little bit so i'm gonna say i didn't make up a theme song for it but this is amelia what the fuck is this so i don't know if i should actually make up a theme song for it someday just to subvert the (laughs) the like the 
the tens and tens and tens of episodes in which I have said I didn't make up a theme song for where people are like, well, you could have, like, it's been forever. You could have just made up. Anyway, this is the part of the episode where I find something wild and crazy in kids on the internet and I show it to Amelia without any context. So uh, feel free to enjoy. There is sound for this BT dubs. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, so it's a TikTok, and it is a gentleman who is doing some flips in the air. Does one flip and then does another flip right into a sheet hanging off of a clothesline, and it like appears to wrap around him, and then the the shot just freezes like a photo. And shows him laying on the ground with this sheet around him. And all of a sudden there are Z's written on the, on the image. And the, the sound is like snoring. <laughs> so it's just like, like, oh, just flipped right into the sheet and bam, fell asleep. <laughs> it's so good. Oh I saw that. I actually found this one today and I was like, well, never mind what I was going to show you. This is much better. Is uh, so at least good. for now it is. Yeah. I love I love the extra touch of like they they photoshop like they photoshopped in a pillow and a and a teddy bear. Yes. <laughs> like like good night. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's good. Uh, this, go watch this is it. one of the things that I learned a little bit from gymnastics of being like you have to know what is around you at all times because it's you know then if you if you're not careful someone's gonna clown you on the internet in twenty years. <laughs> so, but yeah, I saw this and I was like, this is perfect. Yeah, I love it. It's funny. So with that, that's going to be the episode. Amelia, I already mentioned that you can find you can find her at Shake Meets, Shake Meets World on the Instagram or Twitter. You can find me at A Black Sparrow. A is in the letter. Black is in the color. Sparrow is in the bird uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, at sharecobinson.com. Also, a black sparrow on Twitch. I forgot to put that one. And then Mondays and Mondays at seven thirty Central Daylight, soon to be again Standard Time. I will be performing at uh, the on the Fateful Encounters uh, Twitch channel. That is Twitch.tv/Fateful underscore Encounters. Um, there's also a Wednesday show. So if you just like D and D and you don't care about seeing me, then also catch it on Wednesdays. But uh, there is that. So yeah. That's all we got for you this week. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. And I guess with that, I've been Amelia. And I've been Sherrick. And uh, we really appreciate you. And we hope you have uh, a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.